Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your hosts, David Caius and Andy Groneman, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Caius, along with our executive producer T-Bone and my co-host, world champion in pork, pork, did I say that right? Pork? Yes, I think it's still <laughs> did pork. I, did I pop my pee there, <laughs> T-Bone? <laughs> pork, 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 pork. At the Jack Daniels World Invitational. That's a big deal, by the way. Just in case you didn't know that. I didn't know that. And he is, of course, the pit master of Smoke on Wheels, our very own Andy Groneman. And coming up, we're very excited to have a returning guest. This guy is also a big deal. Not as big as Andy. Um, no, we're not telling him that. We're not saying that at all. I call foul. I'm throwing a flag. As soon as they make a Netflix special about you, then then we're yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Now, very excited to have a James Beard Award winner, Rodney Scott, back on the show. He's now got five restaurants, guys. And he's opening up one future one in Nashville. Yes. Because gosh knows, if you only have five restaurants, you need a six. Oh, he's getting closer and closer to Kansas City. Yeah, I hope so. I certainly hope so. And of course, I mentioned the Netflix. Um, go look that up. Uh, T-Bone, you got Netflix. Do you, can you just type it in and find it? It's, it's Chef's Table Barbecue. and then that, that, Rodney That's Scott. all you need is Chef's okay. Table Barbecue. And, and then Rodney Scott. I think Rodney's actually the second episode it's so good yes i t-bone forced me to sit down i'm like eh, eh, i don't want to see that and then i was riveted and it's only like 45 minutes but it was riveting it, was, it is it's it, a great great it, uh view into barbecue and growing up barbecue and what he does and what he does and how hard people work in the barbecue world yes you know and by the way uh his website which you can get his sauces and rubs and he's got some great clothing too uh and and of course check out the restaurants it's rodney scott's bbq.com that's rodney scott's bbq.com also upcoming guests we've got tim Shear. From uh, Blues Hog? Yes, we do. Next week. Oh, I, I, he, he just texted me before you uh, got here. T-Bone's so excited. <laughs> I am. I've got, you know, it, it's been an ordeal. <laughs> Sometimes our guests, you know, busy they're, people. they're busy people, and it's like, you know, trying to nail Jello to the wall. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I cannot read Tim Shear to save my life. When I think he's joking, he's being serious. When I think he's being serious, he's joking. Actually, Tim uh, told me the other day he wanted you in his poker game just yeah, because I'll of bet. that. I'll bet. Because <laughs> he knows you would be easy pry. Um, Je- Jess, Jess Pryles. I'm not familiar with Jess. You guys know? Hardcore carnivore. Oh, nice. Nice. Cool. And then we're going to be uh, bugging Andy later in the show about fish. Yes. And I was thinking about your... When you went on that fishing trip not too long ago. Yes, we had a great fishing trip, and we'll talk about some ways to cook some of that Absolutely, up. absolutely. And you were talking about cool shirts. Check out the shirt I'm wearing right now. Hold on, I'm old. I have to put on my glasses. Let's see. Smoke and porchetta and brisket and arsenio. <laughs> Aaron Cheney. What did I just read? <laughs> so so the shirt I'm wearing is one that I got while I was in New York. Okay. At the uh, cook that we did at West Point, the last uh, cigar BQ and quad state. Oh, you talked Herf. about you were going to go up yeah. there. So this event, the, the guy that I cooked at with Big Guns Barbecue, Sean Kiever, 
Uh, he was doing another event at Pig Beach in New York City the following weekend, and this is the shirt from that. So, you know, he's all over the place doing his thing. It's all great. But we had a great last cigar BQ. Um, you know, it's always it's always a little bittersweet when you've been doing an event for as long. That one's been going on for, I believe, 17 years. Oh I've gosh. probably been to 13 of the 17, maybe 14. And this one was by far the smoothest uh, best run yet like the, the weather was perfect the pits ran like nice. a dream um raised plenty of money for hudson valley honor flight and Very the good. charities that we were uh, working for so just a great event it was really awesome you know a lot of the things that we talk about with barbecue and our, our different sponsors and so forth always there's always a lot of giving back with the barbecue people to help people veterans especially um and i just love that i just love that about barbecue um so so how how many days were you up there three days three days oh my gosh did you sleep uh no no sleeps <laughs> sleeps overrated uh we i got up there thursday night and uh, we kind of did all of our pre-prep got all of the stuff ready to go friday morning was spent you know, getting the equipment there and doing that, and then basically cooked Friday night and Saturday, uh, and and finished off with dinner Saturday night and got everything back to to his place Sunday, and then took a flight out. So wow, it was kind of an in and out. Usually, I try and book in that with a couple of extra days, sure, uh, in the city and hang out with him. But he was so darn busy too. It's been crazy. Um, that did you, did you fall asleep on the plane coming oh back? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I slept like a rock. So what all what all food did you guys serve during those three days? So we did some prime rib. Nice. We did uh, just beautiful spare ribs. We cooked up I don't know seventy two slabs of spare oh ribs. Oh my gosh. Uh, pulled pork, and then we did smash burgers. So there's okay. a uh, a group up there that Sean does stuff with uh, our buddy Mike Puma, who has Gotham. Um, burger social club so check out gotham burger social club and he goes around and, and does pop-ups and does smash burgers phenomenal smash burgers and so we had four griddles going and we smashed burgers for 400 wow it was pretty sweet well the next time you do something like that let me know i'll carry your luggage um i won't actually help but i'll carry your luggage and then i'll eat yeah, well, that sounds like a winning proposition. You don't know how much luggage I take to one of these events, Dave. You just signed up for the worst gig ever. I'll be like, who are you, Cher? What is all these luggages? You know, back in the day, I drove a limo, and the guy that had the most luggage was Rod Stewart, by the way. just Probably. Just, he had a ton. But super nice guy, by the way. Very nice. And I saw him with his hair flat. There's my brush with greatness. <laughs> All right. Time now for our August, our um, Ask Andy segment, sponsored by our August Barbecue Sauce of the Month, Smoke on Wheels Bootleg Bourbon Infused Barbecue Sauce, which, by the way, is gluten and MSG free, and you can get it at All Things Barbecue. Check out their website. Tremendous barbecue website. ATBBQ.com. That's ATBBQ.com. T-Bone, you got a question for us this week? I do. Uh, just bought a used Oklahoma Joe smoker. Mm. They cleaned it up pretty good, but I'm pulling the thermometers off for calibration and replacing the cast iron grates with new ones that have no rust. Anything else I should do before I light it up? And that's from Scott in Kansas. <laughs> wow. Well, Scott. I, I'm, <laughs> did I say something funny? I know. No, no, no. We, not at all. It's always oh, good to hear from Kansas. D Dave's over there entertaining So himself. first I would yes, say I 
you probably don't need to replace the grates, Scott. Uh, you could probably just give those a really good brushing with a uh, a drill powered wire brush head and get that just cleaned up really nicely and you can reseason those that's a good idea um yeah you don't have to replace them they're probably cleanable and reusable but cast iron is great for those um outside of the normal cleanup that i'm sure scott was going to do with the other thing that i would suggest always is to scrape down the inside of the pit and to clean the stack make sure any of that creosote that had built up in the prior cooks uh, is gotten rid of because as soon as you light a fire in there all of that is combustible if it's a used pit and it's been sitting for a while, which may be what happened uh, since you were able to buy it as a used pit, you know, uh, you want to make sure all that dried creosote's off the inside. So you do that, give it a good cleanup, reseason those grates, and you are ready for fire. By the way, I just want people to know that that was a very thoughtful answer and we don't we don't give Andy the question ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, no, he had no idea. He's, he's actually that smart, just for the record. <laughs> just right off the cuff. Andy is actually that smart. Well, Scott from Kansas, thank you so much. We're going to send you a bottle of uh, Andy's barbecue sauce, by the way, which is Smoke on Wheels Bootleg Bourbon Infused Barbecue Sauce and you can get that at atbbq.com. Coming up, very excited to have a return guest. He's a James Beard award Award winner. His name's Rodney Scott. He's got five restaurants and opening a sixth one soon in Nashville. So if you're down there, you need to check it out. And of course, he's been on Netflix, Chef's Table, BBQ. So we got Rodney Scott coming up next, talking barbecue and maybe even some whole hogs right here on Barbecue Radio Network. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free, 800-223-9667. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. Dave Kias along with Pitmaster Smoke on Wheels, Andy Groneman. Very exciting to have a returning guest. He's a James Beard Award winner. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a big deal. Okay? We've got Rodney Scott, who now has five restaurants and opening a sixth in Nashville. Um, give me about five minutes here. Let me just read them off. Charleston, South Carolina, Birmingham, Alabama, Homewood, Alabama, Trustville, Alabama, Atlanta, Georgia. Some people have heard of that town. And coming to Nashville. And, of course, you need to check them out on Netflix at Chef's Table Barbecue, Rodney Scott, and his website, which has got great products and clothing and his book, Rodney Scott's BBQ.com. After all that intro, Rodney, welcome back to the show. How you doing, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. Every day is a good day in my world, baby. How y'all doing? <laughs> we, we were just talking that, that here it is. You've already had a long day, right? Yes, I've had a very long day. Six hours of driving, but still yet, I'm ready for this. Man. <laughs> Took a well, shot. Well, we love having you on. We absolutely do. Now, before we get into weekend, with, next weekend is going to be Labor Day weekend, and we're going we're gonna to hit you up with some great food barbecue party ideas for the weekend. But I, I got to quiz you on something. Because you're in an article that was on MSN.com Insider, uh, Rachel Askenazi, I believe it was the author. And here's the question for you, Rodney. I'm putting you on the spot. 
Three flags okay. a pit master looks for when dining at a barbecue restaurant, and you have five, soon to be six restaurants. What are those three red flags a pit master looks for when dining at a barbecue restaurant? One, he can't. You got to have smoke coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. No smoke. I'm keeping moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Wood somewhere on that property because mm-hmm. you know it's it got to be as natural as possible. Right. And three. There's a special aroma when you walk into a barbecue joint oh, yeah. sometimes that tells you that something good is going on here. And, you know, that aroma is going to tell you I'm in the right spot. <laughs> I love it, Rodney, is when you get out of your car and you smell that aroma. And it just, yeah. I feel like one of those cartoons where the smoke comes in your nose and it just drifts you into the restaurant and there you are. And of course, it just gets you to order more. <laughs> it does. It does. Whether I'm with friends or by myself, I always order at least four to five things. <laughs> always. So, so Ronnie, let's talk about next weekend, Labor Day weekend. What are some of your food party ideas uh, for barbecue on, on that holiday weekend? Wow. Uh, so next weekend, Labor Day weekend, everybody needs to be prepared, mm-hmm. you know, to have fun. Uh, for me, whole hog barbecue is my thing. And if you're going to make do that makeshift pit, you know, you get you some cinder blocks and throw that thing together. And if you have any questions on how to build that pit, Rodney Scott's World of Barbecue cookbook. Yes. Which you can hold. Hold on. Let me let me do this, Rodney. It's the only thing I get paid for. It's uh, you can purchase it at Rodney Scott's BBQ dot com. Keep going, Rodney. (laughs) Absolutely. On page 71, we'll tell you how to build a temporary pit in case you can't have a permanent pit or don't have a lot of space. Mm -hmm. Um, And page 83 will also tell you how to cook that whole hog low and slow for about 12 hours. You want to make sure you got everything ready to go. Uh, uh, your shovels, your tools, all these things that it takes to, to cook a whole hog, your burn barrel, all of these tips and ideas are written in this book that can guide you straight through on entertaining everybody. And the cooking process can be part of the entertainment, mm-hmm. by the way, right? I mean, that is, uh, you can get your friends involved. It's going to take more than uh, one person to turn that hog anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You need at least two people, but you know, when you start a barbecue, you got at least eight to 10 people that's going to be hanging around. That's right. So in the entertainment process, you start telling stories, you do a lot of thinking and drinking. And when you get so busy and it's time to start preparing the sides, one of the go-to things you always want to make sure is that you have your bucket of ice for beers and, and your drinks. Uh, like for me lately, I've been stuck on a little co- craft cocktails <laughs> and I found this craft house that makes it so easy. They're already in the cans. They got seven different brands. They're small batch cocktails that are so amazing. Just these little tips can help you out because you can take these, put them in the ice, and there's your bartender. Mm-hmm. That's taking care. Yeah, that. You know? Who makes those? I haven't seen that. I don't think. Craft House cocktails. Craft these House guys, cocktails. Yeah, they got they got the Moscow mules, the Palomas, the the pineapple daiquiris. So Do they have an old fashioned. Uh, well, you know what I think. So. <laughs> Yes, they do. Yes. M- most, yes. Of, most importantly, do they have an Arnold Palmer? <laughs> well, you might have, might have to make that one. <laughs> we, we call those a John Daly when you put the vodka in, Dave. That's a whole, Arnold Palmer's a, the, the clean version of that thing. Yeah. You know, but those, those type of things takes a, takes a load off and add a little bit more fun to the barbecue. So, you know, you always want to be ready when you start smoking and get your friends over there thinking and drinking and fires going lies are being told and things are <laughs> non-recognition for 
So for our backyard cooks, what is the best way to get their hands on a whole hog to do that? If they wanted to throw the the epic uh, Labor Day throwdown and and do a whole hog and attempt a whole hog, what's the best place to try and find one of those locally wherever they might be at? Okay, if you if you want to do the whole hog, one of the best places to find it locally is a local butcher shop. If you can. Um, you also have your your slaughterhouses that are in a lot of areas. And believe it or not, I have found small hogs in grocery stores. Mm. Sometimes yeah. your grocery store can get you a small hog between 50 to 70 pounds. I think it was 4th of July. I saw some like 90 pound hogs at Costco of oh, all wow. places. There um, you go. So just little ones. But yeah, that's the... By the way, when you say little, everything's relative. <laughs> it's still ninety pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's little. the 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 thing that I was wanting to think about is if, if you haven't gone and met your local butcher, you need to go do that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. so hunting for that whole hog, or or maybe a bone in roast, maybe you just want to do a crown roast. That's really. If you go meet your local butcher, they got so much knowledge that they want to share with you, and then they can get you those special cuts and special things that you may not you know, want every time, but for a special event, they can take care of you on it, and that's a great place to go. Absolutely. Your local butcher would be the first stop and the first recommendation. So I, I agree with you 100% on that. Quick, Definitely fine. Quick question for you, Rodney. When you are ordering something like that, do you have to order it weeks or months in advance when you're getting something like th- that that's that big? I would check at least two weeks in advance okay. because you want to give the, the butcher time to get that whole hog in if he doesn't have one already. And you never know, he may have to make a call to get a whole hog delivered to a specific area. So sometimes they're limited. So I would recommend at least two weeks in advance to check to make sure you can get that whole hog. And, yep. and, and obviously you're an expert at this, but when a, just the average person who maybe has never done it before, when they go to the butcher, what kind of preparation does the butcher do ahead of time? And just to let you know, we're, we got one minute left in this segment. Okay, that kind of preparation the butcher's going to do is it's going to be already uh, cleaned. And the only thing that's going to be there is the animal itself is going to be ready to go. Uh, head, feet, and everything is going to be cleaned, ready to cook. The only prep he's going to do is butterfly the spine for you. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. Well, again, if you want to get uh, details of all this, um, more than what Rodney's given us right now, you need to go to his website and get his book. The website is RodneyScottsBBQ.com. And uh, also on there are his restaurants and his wonderful menus. And uh, as I mentioned before, five restaurants and then getting ready to open in Nashville. When's Nashville opening up, Rodney? Hopefully, spring of twenty three. We'll Very, nice. Very nice. Very yes. nice. We're we're gonna make a road trip and come down to see you. We're talking with Rodney Scott again. Check out the website rodneyscottsbbq.com and he's up next again right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Dave Kais, along with our producer, T-Bone, and co-host, award-winning pitmaster, Andy Groneman. Once again, very excited to have back James Beard Award winner, Rodney Scott. He's got five restaurants and getting ready to open a sixth one in Nashville and about 20 more in about the next uh, three weeks. Right, Rodney? 
maybe two and a half weeks. <laughs> He's on Netflix. You need to check it out under Chef's Table Barbecue, Rodney Scott. And of course, once again, his website, which is RodneyScottsBBQ.com. He's got rubs. He's got sauces. He's got this book that you really need to get and a lot of fun clothing, too. And speaking of your website, um, you got the restaurants and the menus and everything. And I was looking on there and I kind of, well, okay, first of all, let me quote a thing that was, uh, I might have had to do with the Netflix, but it was on your website. I love this quote, Rodney. It says, Rodney cooked his first hog at 11 years old and he has had the, the and the fire has never gone out. Is that kind of how you feel? That is exactly how I feel. That's a, I, I feel just as right now as I did at 11. <laughs> that is such a cool... Well, I'm sure... And we talked about the last time you were on the show when you won that James Beard uh, Foundation Award. That just got it has to take you emotionally and mentally to another level, doesn't it? Oh, my God, it did. Uh, again, here it is years later, and it's still unbelievable. Uh, um, and humbling and unbelievable and exciting all at the same time. Very nice. So on your menu, by the way, so you got spare ribs, and I love it. In quotation marks, it says... These ain't no babies. And I'm assuming you mean these ain't no little spare ribs. These are big spare ribs. These are definitely big spare ribs. Uh, we we uh, serve the big spare ribs because when you want to eat barbecue, you want to eat, you know, and and it's the perfect for the backyard cook. You know, he can take that spare rib and do his thing, cut the chine bone off and make his own rib uh, rib tips, or he can just cut it all the way across and have one nice long rib. Well, you know, we were we were talking in the first segment about get to know your butcher, get to know your grocery store people. Talk, kind of talk us through a little bit with spare ribs. Let's start first of all when you go to the butcher shop or grocery store. What are you looking for in spare ribs? When you go to the butcher shop or your grocery store, you're going to get that spare rib. Spare rib is going to have a, a what they call chine bone or an extra bone. Yep, and it's kind of a wide at the top, and it starts to get small a little bit as it goes down, mm-hmm. just a little bit. And and you don't want to look for you don't want too much fat. You know, some of them can be a little fatty. You want a nice, nice spare rib as opposed to uh, a St. Louis rib is with it'll cut straight. It'll be straight up and down, kind of trimmed and you lose all of the bigger bones off of it. Yeah, they cut all of that gristle and chine right off. So I I guess if you want rib tips, that's a a cool way to do it. But if you want that nice big rib presentation on the plate, you want to leave all that on. You want to leave all of that on. Plus, the average barbecue lover is a nibbler. and Nibbling, man. It's perfect. So when you are, are, are thinking about spare ribs and cooking those at home, what, what are some of the tips that you would share with, with our listeners uh, in terms of kind of the, the best way to cook those so that they can nail it every time? Like the, if there's a couple of tips that just, you know, put that together so that they're not going to screw them up. And if you happen to have a Rodney... Uh, Scott Rub that you want to mention, go right ahead, Rodney. <laughs> you know, I just happen to have a Rodney Scott Rub. Um, we do have a Rodney Scott Rub. When you get that rib, you want to make sure and, and get it on the table. And there's right around the top of that rib where it's nice and w- that wide part. You want to start at that first to second bone to get that membrane off of there. And you want to take a spoon or a sharp knife and get it started. Then you want to grip it with a t- uh, nice dry towel and pull that membrane off. And you sprinkle that Rodney's rib rub right all the way down, mm-hmm. nice and even. You don't have to put it on heavy. And then you want to flip it over, do the exact same thing. And then you want to throw it on your grill at about 250 or so for about three and a half to four hours. And you want to put it bone side down first. 
And once you do that, you mop it with that Rodney sauce. I didn't mention that yet, but it's always. <laughs> now, how, when do you start mopping with that, with the sauce? Do you start mopping immediately, like the first half hour in, or do you wait until they're set up with a little bark? Or what's your go-to there? You want to wait until you see a caramelization on the bottom or the, the rib bone starts to look on the backside, starts to look like little hills, like little speed bumps. Yeah. When your rib starts to have that appearance on it, you want to mop it, flip it over and mop it again immediately, close it back down and let it finish cook. And this is usually in about the first hour and a half. So they're going to get some time with that rib meat down also. So even though we're starting with the bones down initially, they'll end up with the meat down as you're mopping. Absolutely. You put that meat side down when you're done mopping and you are so ready to go. You just wait for it to just about get ready to fall up when you pick it up. And you get that 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 fold like a dinosaur. Remember that T-Rex dinosaur? <laughs> old and it just starts to tear but not fall apart. You, so, man, that baby's perfect. Mm, My partner, we're about two and a half hours on that? About two and a half to three hours, yeah. Nice. That's about the average on a home grill. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of times, don't put too many on there at once because you need room to work and you don't want to cool your temperature down too much. So, so Trustville just opened, and when we were off air, you said that it's going gangbusters. What is coming up for Rodney Scott's Whole Hog Barbecue? Where are you? What are you looking at? And uh, next, I want to know what's coming. And by the way, T Bone keeps mentioning Kansas City. I've never heard of the town, but T Bone keeps mentioning <laughs> Kansas City. <laughs> well, Trustville is doing great. That that area, of Birmingham, has been treating us very, very well. All of Birmingham has been treating us great. And uh, our next project coming up is going to Nashville, um, and that's exciting. And like you said, you mentioned twenty, uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, why not? We're we're hopefully getting a chance to spread the barbecue love all over the United States. I would love to with the opportunity. Um, so just looking at possibilities, focusing on Nashville coming up, and, and looking at any possibilities of spreading it all over the United States from there. Well, I know that Kansas City would love to have mm-hmm. uh, your style of barbecue because it's different. Uh, but believe it or not, even though we, you know, we tout Kansas City barbecue as some of the best, we love to have a little bit of everything. It's a melting pot here in the Midwest. So, so I want Kansas City on the list, but I'd love to see something out west too. I'd love to see something in a Vegas or a, an LA oh. or oh man. Right, oh, Roddy, you know, Annie makes a great point about the different regions and different sauces, too, that comes with the different regions, because um, you sell a sauce on your website. Uh, what's your sauce like? Uh, our sauce, our, our Rodney sauce is more of a vinegar base, which mm-hmm. is a uh, white vinegar, cayenne pepper, black pepper, um, sugar, lemon juice and uh, crushed pepper flakes. It really so. cuts the fat on that pork nice, Dave. It just gives it a, the right bite. It sounds really good. You know, growing up in Kansas City, of course, I'm used to the Midwest barbecue sauce, but now I've, exp- it, it, to me, it's just a matter of just try it a little bit and then your taste buds will go, oh, this is really good. And yeah. and I, I've got it. I have, I'll admit I've not tried your sauce. Tell us a little, real quick about your rub that, that you were talking about. So our rub is, uh, some, of the, some of the things that we use in our rub is onion powder, paprika, chili powder, brown sugar. We have some iodized salt in there. We have what we call Jesus Tears up in there. Some people <laughs> call it We call it Jesus Tears. <laughs> yep. Um, th- there's a lot of great ingredients in, in, in that rub, and it's 
just right where you don't have to rub it in. It's called rub, but you just sprinkle it on and, and that's all you need. And it complements that bar, that sauce, that Rodney sauce with that rub. It's excellent. We, we sell them in gift boxes so you can get a small gift box of sauce and the rub together and you can try it out yourself at home. Perfect for the holidays. After Labor Day, you're going to go buy right. some of that and share it. Yep. Yeah. For the barbecue in your house. Um, so uh, we're get, we got less than a minute. Go ahead there, Andy. I was just going to say when, when they're out shopping for those spare ribs, is there anything specific they need to look for about the pork when they're buying their spare ribs? Uh, actually, the more meat you see, the better. Try not to get anything with too much fat on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm the same way when I, I, I hate when I'm at a restaurant, I bite in and I just get a ton of fat and I'm like, really? Could you not have picked a better one? Well, listen, you, the, Rodney, it's been just a pleasure having you back on the show. Rodney Scott is a James Beard Award winner. Um, check out his website for everything you need, especially his book, RodneyScott'sBBQ.com. And he's opening more and more restaurants. He's going to take over the South and then move up to the Midwest, Rodney. You know that, right? You got to do that. <laughs> well, you directed that, yeah. <laughs> hey, thanks again, Rodney. We're going to get out of here talking to Andy next segment about fish here on Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. Welcome back to Andy and Dave here on the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. And a barbecue shout-out goes to one of our sponsors, Old Hickory Pits Smokers. Check them out at oldhickorypits.com. Old Hickory Pits got these beautiful wood-burning barbecue pits, both commercial and now residential. Again, go to their website, oldhickorypits.com. And please support your local barbecue joints like if you're ever in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Go to Brian's Smokehouse located at 1424 Washington Street, uh, great items on the menu. I might suggest the pulled pork nachos. Ooh. I know. Everything looked good, but that looked really good. That's just uh, hearkening you back to Plowboys. I know. I thought about that, too. <laughs> I thought of the, the burn-in nachos that That's I, right. I can no longer eat. But uh, by the way, T-Bone, thank you for the cheesy potatoes from... They, they did not last long I was in my just going to ask. You You told me that you were going <sighs> to split them up. and everything. How many servings did you get? One. No, you got one. No, I was going to say. This is what I did, and, but I'm kicking myself. I, I made it. I made three servings out of it. That's what you said you were going to do. But I wish I'd done two. Because <laughs> I wish I would have gorged myself. Because it wasn't enough. It, it, two would have been perfect. I, I had two uh, turkey, turkey dinners with it, and then I had a T-bone steak. Oh, did you go to Swanson's for that? No, I did not. For your turkey dinner? I did not, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) I had turkey at home. I had some sliced turkey at home, and I heated it all up, a little uh, virgin olive oil. But I wish I had done it in two. I wish I had gorged myself. You should have. I maybe just done one, and then I would have like gotten That's out of That's what system. I expected. <laughs> it, sorry, it's all over, but, man. But you thank just, you for those you're cheesy You're going to have potatoes. to live with yourself now. Oh. Anyway, if you're ever in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, be sure to listen to us on WQTC 102.3 FM playing classic rock. All right, my co-host, Annie Groneman, who is the New York State Empire Cup champion in seven events throughout New York State. Plus, he ran up the Empire State Building faster than any other barbecue guy. (laughs) 
This was just barbecue, guys. Uh, just, barbecue, yeah, guys. just barbecue, guys. <laughs> Everybody else was just, uh, never mind. Anyway, it's time now for our All Things Barbecue Spotlight. All Things Barbecue has the tools and accessories you need to cook up the kind of barbecue that will have your neighbors hop in the fence to get a taste on Labor Day weekend, especially. Uh, get fired up at their website, which is atbbq.com. That's atbbq.com. Andy, what do you got for us today for the product right. spotlight? I'm throwing an audible cool. on the spotlight. Cool. So I got so excited listening to Rodney talk about <laughs> setting up for that Labor Day party, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, he made a great point. You've got to have your bucket of ice. you got to have your beers and canned cocktails from Craft House. That sounds amazing, right? Right. So my audible is this. There is a, uh, it's probably one of the best things I've ever spent money on in my life. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Hopefully your wife's not listening to the show, oh, but no, keep she, going. She approved me purchasing <laughs> this. So this was an approved purchase. It is called the Revo Party Barge. Oh. And it is a roto-molded, uh, double-walled uh, container mm-hmm. that's probably, oh, 10 inches deep by four feet long. Oh, wow. And it is set up with compartments to put your beer, wine, cocktails Mm -hmm. uh cocktail fixins it's got the little containers that sit in there for that but because it's roto molded molded and double walled it doesn't sweat you fill it with ice put everything in it it doesn't make a mess on your table or your floor uh, and it holds the ice for hours wow so um all things barbecue sells that and gosh i've had mine for quite a while now but i just remember when i saw it the first time I was getting ready for a holiday party, a Christmas party, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I could, this would be perfect. I can put the wine bottles at this end. I can put the beer bottles at this end. It has been a great tool for parties. So, in other words, you've gotten your money's worth out of this. Oh, yeah. So, you need to go to all things barbecue, atbbq.com. It's the Revo Party Barge. Cool. Perfect for all of your holiday gatherings. And and try to get that delivered before Labor Day weekend. That's right. Order Absolutely. it now. Order it now. Speaking of Labor Day weekend, uh, which is coming up next weekend, uh, you, you were on a fishing trip not too long ago. And yes, a lot I of people was. this coming next weekend will be at the lake fishing. So let's start from the beginning. You got that fish and it's not a throwaway. This is, this is a dinner fish. Kind of talk people through what they should do because I think that's one of the harder things to prepare. Yeah, so first and foremost, you're going to fillet the fish out. You can cook it whole, mm-hmm. um, and if you're going to do that, you'd obviously want to gut it, pull all of the internals out. You can leave the head on or remove it, um, and then if you're going to cook it whole, I'll usually stuff it with uh, garlic and butter, oh, wow. uh, some lemon slices, and then just go really simple like garlic, salt, pepper, uh, as a seasoning and wrap that in foil and cook it whole and let it steam in the skin. But I'd prefer actually to not cook it whole mm-hmm. and I'll cook the fillets and I usually do it a couple of different ways. Uh, a great way to cook fish is on a plank. Okay. So if you have a, a cedar plank or an alder plank or even, you know, cherry or oak, you can pick your wood. I like cedar and alder because they've got, uh, they impart a lot of flavor, uh, as you lay things on them and that fish is very light. So it'll take on some of that flavor, but you soak that plank so that it doesn't catch on fire and just burn like a log. And just in just water. Yeah. Just in water. And I'm going to put that uh, with my fish and I'm going to take the fillet that I've taken off of my fish 
and I'm going to oil the skin side of that filet and just set it right on the plank and then season the fish. And then the plank is going to go directly onto the grill and it can be a 350 degree direct fire or you could cook it indirect. If you cook it direct, you'll get the bonus of that wood starting to char a little bit and you'll get some of that char into the fish. But as the wood steams and smokes and starts to, uh, you know, lose that moisture that Mm -hmm. you've added to it and it begins to burn on the edges, it takes on a very subtle smoke into the fish. And it also protects that filet because obviously it's a very delicate piece of meat and it'll flake apart as it cooks. So by not setting it on the grates, you're actually giving it some nice structure to help hold it together. So you'll get flavor from the plank and you get to keep that piece of meat together. Also makes a really cool vessel to serve from. So you pull that smoking, you know, plank right off of the grill. You can put it onto a, a, a sheet tray or a big platter and drop it right on the table on that smoking plank and just slice and serve right off of the plank. It's cool as heck for a, a group of people. Sure it is. Now, dumb question of the day for me. At any time, like a steak, do you flip it or is it just it stays on the one side the whole time? Stays on the one side okay. the whole time. And and then, so that's kind of the core style, but then there's a couple of different ways that you can treat the, the fish once you've got it on the plank. Right. So a lot of times what I like to do is make some type of a glaze or a sauce to go on it while it's cooking. That'll reduce a little bit as it cooks and help protect the fish. Okay. Um, one of the go-tos that everybody uh, around our block likes, I do a mango jalapeno glazed salmon. If you don't have access to like mango jam or whole jalapenos or anything handy, uh, you can do something as simple as soy sauce, honey, and a little bit of, you know, peanut oil, Mm -hmm. for example, Uh, and maybe a little of your favorite hot sauce or sriracha. And you can just mix that together and glaze with something as simple as that. It'll add flavor. It'll draw smoke and, and give you that nice finish. Uh, The second thing I like to do is take that fish and flake it up and turn it into like a taco. So do a street taco, like a fish street taco. And for that, I'll usually make some kind of a slaw to go on top of it. So like a jicama slaw where you can take jicama and red cabbage and carrots and a little bit of vinegar. Uh, Apple cider vinegar is great, or even rice vinegar if you're going to go with more of that Asian type of glaze on the fish. And drop that right in a taco with some guacamole and a squeeze of lime over it. Oh my gosh. It's insane, Dave. <laughs> my brother lives in San Diego and he is addicted to fish tacos now. I mean, he, and, and the first time he told me about it, I went, eh, you know, cause I'm, I'm the Midwest guy, you know, ground beef tacos or steak tacos, chicken tacos. But, and now I've tried them and I go, I get it. Right. They're so light and flaky yeah. and you just get all of those flavors to come through. So that would be what I would do for fish. Are you a flour or, or corn, t- corn, to- 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 help me here, tortilla person. Oh, it depends. If it's a uh, like a pork carnitas or something, I'm usually a corn uh-huh. person. If it's a like a um, carne asada or something, I'll usually go flour. Okay. Yeah, I it I, I don't know why I get moods on which which one I like better. Some days I want flour and some days I want corn. I don't know why, but I'm just weird. 
Okay, nobody argued with that. All nope, right. we're not. <laughs> silence. Radio silence. Leaving me hanging. <laughs> hey, we want to thank once again. Again, our... <laughs> you're always assuming we're listening to you. <laughs> want to again thank our wonderful guest, Rodney Scott. So great to have him back on the show. He's a James Beard Award winner. Um, if you get time, go to Netflix or steal your neighbor's Netflix and look up Chef's Table Barbecue, Rodney Scott, and check him out and his website, RodneyScottsBBQ.com. And of course, our August barbecue sauce of the month, Smoke on Wheels, Bootleg Barbecue. Next week, Tim Shear from Blues Hog coming our way on Barbecue Radio Network. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. You love food, and when you love food, you love finding new flavors to explore, new techniques to try, and seeing the look of your friends' and family's faces when they bite into it. Old Hickory Pit Smokers is the secret ingredient to making restaurant-quality barbecue right in your own backyard. Old Hickory Pit Smokers are made in the USA. Visit us at oldhickorypits.com or call us toll-free 800-223-9667.